Good evening, Jennifer. Good evening, Ed. Good afternoon, Josh. Uh, yeah, I guess it kind of... Yeah, who knows? Josh? I'm not entirely sure. I was walking with my manager at work to his car today, or yesterday, and um, he he would talk, and then every once in a while I would say, oh, that's interesting, and I would go, oh my god, that's my voice? <laughs> I surprise myself every single time. Yes, I'm obviously losing my voice. Um, I think it's because we went to see to the UCB to see the Tournament of Nerds, and we're sitting under a vent, and I think it just dried out my vocal cords. I don't know what's going on. It's yeah. weird. But uh, but yes, how are you tonight, Jennifer? I'm fine. And how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I have nothing to elaborate on. I'm just fine. We just watched uh, The Soup. It was delightful. Yes. Uh, Ed. gets in the right snarky frame point. Right. Ed, how are you? How are things in Florida? Uh, things are good. I'm just really tired from like 10 days in a row. But beyond that, I'm good. Good, wow. good, good. Well, it's actually 13 days in a row. I'm on day 10. Now, did things slow down a little bit with kids going back to school? Uh, yes, but at the same time, everyone who had their program end in the summer has also left. So, oh. so, so while there is less business, there is less people to work. <laughs> so more hours for you. More hours for me. I'm actually getting more hours than I did during our peak season. I'm like, I'm like please, when did the fall kids come in? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's kind of wild. Oh. So, uh, Jennifer, you are currently in the midst of Downton Abbey. I am. Oh, I, my God. Downton Abbey. Oh, my God. You finally I, watched it? I just started season two. Holy crap. Stuff is crazy back in 1912 <laughs> to 1916 because that's as far as I've gotten so far. So I just started the I'm like 10 minutes into the first episode of season two. Wow. How long did I tell you to watch about this? I remember oh, we're talking I about this like forever ago. I know, I know, but you know, I've 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 got kind of a system for like going through TV shows, and you know, I'll, I'll get like an yeah, older one. Yeah, you just one. finished Dawson's Creek, and then I watched. <laughs> she watched all six seasons of Dawson's Creek in like four weeks, <laughs> and then I watched um, my so-called life, and so I mean, a lot of it has to do with the availability. So right now, I was able to watch the first season of Downton Abbey on Netflix, but. Season two isn't on Netflix, but I'm able to watch it on Amazon Prime, which I do have. So that's kind of my criteria right now. So I'm really excited about it. It's a lot of fun. It's it's crazy. I mean, it's not as interesting. I mean, Josh, what, what is the um, what's the TV series that you decided to take on? <laughs> I 
so for years, I tweeted about this. Uh, oh, y- you can find us online. I w- didn't really do the introductions. Uh, welcome to the Gleeful Podcast. Uh, you can find us online at <laughs> gleefulpodcast.com, uh, on Twitter, Gleeful Podcast. She's at Jenny B. Jenny B. Creative. He's at Edward Giordano. I'm at Josh Brunel. Uh, I, for years, we've watched The Soup since it started, and The Soup has always made fun of this show, The um, Secret Life of the American Teenager on AS- ABC Family, because that show, they always managed to get that perfect line of dialogue that's just freaking insane like somehow the soup would always find this line of dialogue that taken out of context was craziness and so i the other day i was just like you know what i want to watch an episode of this show so i can see what it's actually about and if this dialogue is as crazy in context and it totally is (laughs) this is the most insane (sighs) show on television i'm not even joking the secret life of the american teenager is just wall-to-wall silliness see you can find salaciousness and and scandal in Downton Abbey, in a, a very mature form, you don't need to be watching. But it's just so that. funny, like how every single conversation on this show is about sex, and they use the word sex. Like when you like considering how much you think about, you know, as a human being, you think about sex all day, and you talk about sex to a certain <laughs> degree of the day. Um, it's you know whatever. It's what we do, but we rarely use the word sex. I mean, we always say. A thousand different euphemisms for it or we hint at it or we talk around it but it's so rare except on the secret life of the american teenager for two people to be like oh you want to have sex well that would be fun i do like sex well i'm not a big fan of sex they actually have these conversations and t- in context they're just as insane as out of context that and renee olstead is on it which i had no idea but i adore Renee Olsted's record and so that was kind of hilarious to see her play the frumpy best friend so that's what we're watching (laughs) so that's what we're watching Ed what are you watching this summer um I'm unfortunately or I don't even know I don't even know if it's fortunate or unfortunate I'm watching Big Brother I just this season has been so up and down it's like at, at several points in the season I'm like oh my god this is the best season ever and at other points, I'm like, this is the worst season ever. So, and this is Big Brother fourteen U.S. Yeah, Big Brother U.S. fourteen. Yeah. yeah, crazy, right? They well, they do they do more than one. No, they only do one a year. Don't be crazy. Really? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is that really, they only did two one year. They only did two one year. That's because of the writers' strike. That's oh the only reason goodness. they did two in one. And Big Brother nine, which happened, which was the first. Uh, non-summer season they did was literally the worst big brother was ever. literally like literally like <laughs> like literally like it was the the, the person who won the two the, the two guys that they got to the end and one and one they ended up starting a drug ring with the money that they got and they no way really that's awesome wait which season nine. season nine season nine season ever that's amazing no, there's no one to root for like by the end of the season i was vaguely rooting for the people who won but i was like it was like so vague and <laughs> and then and, and even though they talked oh my god this the stupidest thing is that they talked about how they were gonna set up the drug ring when they won <laughs> in the so house great so then they set up the drug ring yeah. like they said they would and then they got in trouble for it i so went to college like, with the runner-up in season one josh was his name not not yeah my name as well but his name was josh and he lost to a guy with one leg okay eddie okay season one was the was 
is a unique season because it wasn't played the way that any other season was played. Ah. Because in season one, America decided who won. And from season two That's onward, true. the oh, people in the that. house decided who won. Wait. So. Okay, but if there are two people left, how no, the, the is there a ju- winner? Um, have you, reality show 101, the jury. Yeah, the jury comes back. So everybody oh. who's eliminated comes back. So all the people yeah. you cut throat you know eliminated. That's the second time Ed kind of <laughs> made fun of me. So I'm going <laughs> to drop out of this conversation. No, 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 I, I no, no, no clearly I, I, I am not equipped. I'm not jury. equipped. I had no idea. I don't watch those shows. I don't watch. The only reality-based shows I watch are, well, was American Idol. Yeah. And now is the Gleeful Glee Project. Project. The Gleeful Project, yeah. You watch, so, you watch hours and hours and days and days of America's Next Top Model. That's different. When there is an America's Next Top Model <laughs> um, oh, and that's, marathon that's, on, that's Jennifer loses a day. That's on Saturdays when they do a marathon and I, you know, doing laundry and cleaning. Oh, I didn't lose <laughs> that day. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, you I have just, clean underwear right now, don't you? Oh my god! There's I'm X Factor. The X Factors are starting up. UK, US, Australia. They're yeah. all starting up. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm so pumped for Australia <laughs> this season. I was I loved Australia last season. I think it was their well. No, I don't. I I don't only think I know last season of Australian X Factor was their best season. Wow. I know that. I think that is no contest. The other seasons were pathetic. And so I'm I'm excited for this season because there's this girl. Her name is Bella, and she's she's like. Lisa Mitchell reincarnated, but with a pop sensibility. I was like, oh, maybe. Wow. Maybe this is what I've been waiting for. <laughs> and you find this all online? Uh, yeah. There's um, there's actually YouTube. I don't even, like, before I had to, like, search hard. Now I just, everyone just puts it on YouTube. I'm like, thanks. Cool. Wow. Uh, awesome. Well, uh, yes, so that's very exciting. Uh, all kinds of TV shows and whatever you're watching, you should uh, maybe drop us an email or something and let us know what you are watching as well. Um, and uh, uh, oh, and Jennifer and I start watching Breaking Bad on the Netflix because that's what we do. Yes, yeah, so yeah, so we're just catching up with that because because uh, we're the last two people to watch Breaking Bad. Apparently. I you you still are beating me. <laughs> well, you'll have to come around to it uh, eventually. So let's talk about some Glee. Uh, the Glee. Oh, uh, there's been a couple comments in the chat room. I feel fine. It's just my laugh. So. <laughs> I'm physically like when people are like Josh. Josh is sick. I actually don't feel sick at all. It's just my voice uh, is weird. But anyway, um, so yes, uh, so yes, the Glee Project wrapped up. Blake was crowned the winner, and he. Uh, it, it was pretty funny how they crowned Blake the winner. They had lim- uh, eliminated it down to Allie, Eileen, and Blake, and they had the three of them on stage. They uh, had them perform for the writers and the cast, and then they talked to the writers and the cast and everybody, asked everybody. Allie Adler looked so miserable again. It was kind of hilarious. Um, and uh, they all kind of hung out. Was it Adler? I don't remember. The girl who's doing the new normal now. Oh. She looked miserable again. It, uh, you know, I, I want to say you have a... F- Allie Anders? No, it's Nikki Anders and Allie Adler. I think Allie right. Adlers? Wendy Adlers? Wen- Wendy? Anyway, whatever. Uh, so you always get the first name wrong. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we so they eliminated three. They talked to everybody. Then they kicked everybody out of the room, and it was just uh, Ryan and um, Zach. 
uh, my future best friend and <laughs> Robert, and they just kind of chat a little bit about who they wanted to win. And as we were expecting, or we were all expecting them to just give everyone something because that's what Ryan does. That's what yes. Ryan wants to do. We know how this works. And Ryan says, and the winner of the Glee Project is Blake. And then they went away. It was like it was like the end of the show before he had a chance to give everybody a role. And it was pretty hilarious. <laughs> they probably hauled him away. They immediately like, and the winner is Blake. And they cut to the audience and like, or they cut to the stage and Blake's like, oh, that's so exciting. Cut to the credits really quick. And as much as I think, like, I, I don't remember if you, if you said it was going to be Blake. I think you were convinced it was going to be Eileen, who you don't like. Uh, I, had, I think I'd come around. No, no, Josh was Team Blake and I was Team Eileen, which right. means I'm double okay. wrong. I was right with so, Allie Adler, by the way. Oh, what up, chat room? Nice. And, and, you know, as much as I thought it would be Blake, I'm, I was really disappointed because it's just... Well, like, I, mean, I, I mean, obviously, even Ryan was disappointed because he, he, like, tweeted, like, someone... Someone tweeted at him. He's like, "I want Eileen on the show," and his he replied back and was like, "So do I." <laughs> yeah. I mean, Blake was a safe choice. At the end of the day, I think it's kind of a deal with the devil that he has to make there, where he can, like, he can hire Blake, who's really the only one of them that looks like he should be on television. But there's, you know, it's kind of, yeah, you know, he could play just about any random character that would fit into the group, or or Eileen, who he really seems to want to write for that character, and I think like that is a really cool character to see. But I don't want to see Eileen player. And he's in kind of this weird quandary now where if he does create that character, it's just going to be weird to not have Eileen playing her. I mean, honestly, I thought that Allie would have been a good fit because you think about it, like this person is going to be on the show allegedly for just seven episodes. So to work somebody... Seven episodes a minimum. Right. But I mean, to work somebody in like Blake, it's kind of like, okay, he's going to blend in with the rest of them. To me, the... Like, as we were watching the final episode, I'm like, you know what? For seven, you know, seven episode story arc, I really thought that Allie would be the smart one. I just thought mm. it would have been enough to, you know, mix things up. Of yeah, course, not go for a pretty guy. Of course, you know, I mean, and, and you could you could have different reasons of why she was at that school. Oh, she's new to the area is actually supposed to go to another high school, but she comes to this high school because it's wheelchair accessible in her transition period before she goes off to another school. Like there's you, you gave, you're giving them way too I much know, credit. They're going to be like, OMG, you're here, and then never, and when she vanishes, never speak of her again. But the thing is, it's like they do. They like people kind of come and go, and it's like we have no idea where, um, you know, Lauren Zeiss went this year. It's like she didn't graduate. <laughs> True. And she just disappeared. And, you know, okay, fine. We find out from Sam, you know, his dad transferred and then they were homeless. But it just, they need to start giving us something. Yeah. You know, that's plausible. So to yeah. me, to me, Allie, as we were watching it, I'm like, Allie is the logical choice for just a temporary storyline. But oh well. Well, yeah, I mean, but there's. Blake, and he's great. Ryan Murphy's already been tweeting uh, what character, or the name of Blake's character, and some hints of who he will be. Um, so Is there's already Muslim? some stuff into the ether. Yeah, he's he, he's a Muslim girl. He, Shocking, right? He's, it's amazing. <laughs> uh, that's, that's that's interesting. I'm interested. <laughs> 
But they did perform uh, Tonight Tonight, the um, delightful Hot Shell Vice song. So let's go ahead and take a quick listen to that, uh, since we listened to all of the performances. Um, and here's a bit of Tonight Tonight from The Glee Project. It's been a really, really messed up week. Seven days of torture, seven days of bitter, and my girlfriend went and cheated on me. She's a California dime, but it's time for me to quit her. La la la, la la la, it doesn't matter. La la la, la la la. We're going at it tonight, tonight. There's a party on the rooftop, top of the world tonight, tonight. And we're dancing on the edge of the Hollywood sign. I don't know if I'll make. No, they're not, because that's illegal. <laughs> but you can't get up there. I know how. I woke up with a strange tattoo. Not sure how I got it. Not a dollar in my pocket. And it kind of looks just like you. Mixed with that California La la la. Whatever. La la la. It doesn't matter. La la la. Oh well. La la la. We're going at it tonight. Tonight. So as the two P, or I think Ed uh, had to duck away, but so Jennifer, I do know what Ryan Murphy has been tweeting about what character Blake will play, <gasps> but uh, since I since we are a spoiler-free, or mostly trying to be a spoiler-free show, uh, I'm going to put it to you. What do you think we're going to see from Blake in season four? Oh, okay, Blake is going to be... Um, uh, a, a new transfer. He's um, let's see. He's on the basketball team, but he gets injured, and to keep credits up or something, he has to join another organization, and they make him join the Glee Club. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. Yeah, I'll give you that. Ed, are you back? Oh, and by the way, this song oh. is pretty lame, but. I have to say, I really enjoyed watching the video of them and having all the other kids back. It was kind of fun. It was. It felt like it really was their prom or like, you know, their their senior year together. They got points for uh, everybody seemed pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> like there oh, was yeah. no nobody seemed like they were uh, uh, angry. Shall uh, we say? Charlie had that passion plea for Eileen. The girl which, wasn't there. Taryn. Yeah. The one who left early, she did not yeah. return. No well, one flew her back. <laughs> she probably, upon departure, <laughs> signed away everything. Yeah. Well, let's talk about season four. Uh, Wait, we, oh, you're not going to tell us? Oh, no. I, we're a spoiler-free show. I don't want to ruin oh. it for people. So they can to, find it if they want to Google am it. Am I following him on Twitter? Uh, oh, gosh. I follow him. He's not wildly chatty, but when he's, he, he rarely tweets without sharing information. So his tweets, he is a very, um, a very low static-to-noise ratio. You know, I shouldn't even ask if I'm following him because it doesn't matter. I don't, I don't look at Twitter but twice a week. Mm. You should look at it more. <laughs> uh, so let's. Uh, we have a promo for season four that uh, has been making the rounds. Fox put out a promo, so let's take a listen to that now. 
We were coming off of a national championship. I bet you were a big star in Iowa. I'm um, actually, I'm, I'm from Ohio. Ohio, even worse. It's time to begin, isn't it? It's time to get ruthless in protecting the integrity of your idiot club. I'm just the same as I was. That's a great haircut, Mercedes. I thought you graduated. The Glee season premiere, Thursday, September 13th on Fox. That's like the fangirl I am the second I saw that. I'm like, oh my gosh, that looks so good. Uh, <laughs> and I got all excited again. And of course, Brittany was talking to Alex, right? Yes, about the Mercedes. Yeah, the Mercedes, cut, you cut your hair. So Alex. Alex got four episodes last season. And he's and back. He's a oh, member of the Glee Club. Oh, yeah, he will. So be. a couple, no question. A couple interesting things, though. What, what's interesting about that promo, one is, or what's most interesting to me about the promo is what's not in it. There is a bit of singing and dancing with Darren Chris, but not quite a big dance number. Uh, but there is no Finn or Santana in that promo. Do we see Kurt? Uh, we see Kurt briefly. He doesn't have a line, but he does appear a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but it's mainly a Leah Michelle and old school Glee Club, like mm-hmm. uh, Lima, Ohio Glee Club promo. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, I wonder if we're not going to be seeing... Uh, the Finn and Santana for a couple episodes, and you know, checking in with them where they end up. That would that'll definitely change the dynamic of the show. Everything that Ryan Murphy tweets about that show is Leah Michelle in New York. Interesting. Everything. I've seen one picture of um, Chris Colfer and Leah Michelle, and what I'm yes. imagining is New York. That's the and, and, only and thing Dean, I've seen. Dean Geyer, I see him. Around. Who's Dean Geyer? Is that Sebastian? No, that's no. Gustin. Who's Dean Geyer? He's the one of the new guys. Oh, one of the new dudes I that really her like them. new love interest, I think. Uh, but yeah, Most so likely. so love it's interest. a it's a pretty interesting promo. Uh, oh, and I apparently they just released another one a few hours ago. So um, <laughs> that so there's actually two. But uh, but yeah, so the new promo is coming out. You can find us online, or you can find it online, and you should. And uh, that obviously, um, let me see if I can find the new one. No, that's the one we just played. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I'll see if I can find the new one. We'll talk about it next week. So, uh, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how things boil out because I was watching that promo, and, of course, as the world's last Finn fan, uh, <laughs> I was a little disappointed to see him. That said, as I said, I watched that promo, and I'm like, oh, Glee Season 4, really? And then it ended, and I was like, oh, I can't wait for Glee Season 4. Well, maybe that's going to be a surprise, though. Mm. I mean, maybe, because... Because of the way the writers said that season four would start with, you know, the, you know, the four people in question in their respective places. Maybe people who weren't there or haven't heard where Finn is going to end up or actually end up. Maybe they want to leave that as a surprise. Or maybe that would be in the next 30 second promo. That'll be interesting to see. Well, now now you have me curious as well. Uh, So we have. um, And I'm still a fan, too. A fin. Still a fan? I'm still a fan of Finn. Oh, thank you. Uh, so last week, um, something happened. Someone got photos of that appeared to portray Clayne breaking up, and the internet exploded. Uh, it was all over there. Apparently, there's a video, and there's a couple photos um, that kind of went around, and it ended up being 
uh, well, it, it got to such a point where Ryan Murphy actually tweeted uh, something to the effect of, guys, you need to chill out and wait to see how these things come to pass. Uh, and it's kind of crazy. I mean, it, it, to actually get a response from Ryan Murphy on that, he has been obviously much more responsive as of late. Um, but, uh, but yeah, to actually get to that level of fervor, I wasn't able to find the photos, but I did find uh, this is from Tumblr. This person, Brisby, writes, I actually want to die. Plane <laughs> broke up. There are pictures and a few vo- videos and a ton of fan reports of the scene. I have a bunch on my blog, but I'm sure other people do too. Kurt and Blaine are talking and walking, but being really tense. And then Blaine says something and Kurt stops and starts yelling no. And they yell some more and he starts sobbing and runs away. And then Blaine starts crying. Mm. <laughs> I feel really, I feel sorry for the people who had to watch them film this like 80 times. Uh, there's so many, I mean, my first question is, why are they letting people film that? <laughs> like, yeah. That's just bad. You need to lock that set down. But, uh, but yeah, people really grasping for, you know, like really freaking out at the Clayne relationship. And Ed, you've said many times, you don't think Clayne will ever break up almost because it's not worth the trouble, right? Yeah, I, I feel like, that's like what you do if you just like wanted to if you just like no want the show to end. If they like if he's like I, I want to focus on American Horror Story, break up Clay. I guess. <laughs> I I just can't see the I can't see them breaking them up because they're obviously going to be in two different locations anyhow. So I think the relationship is going to go through enough. I think there's going to be enough tension and struggle and you know other distractions to keep it so called interesting as opposed to just having them be happy. God forbid. Yeah. So. I think that there's going to be enough other stuff, and uh, yeah, I mean, they barely survived the whole, you know, Clay and Cliss thing. I don't think they could survive that. Yeah, it, um, it, it, it's kind of crazy, too, because we actually have no idea what's going on in these scenes. Right. People keep saying, claim broke up, claim broke up, and... If, if somebody had said, hey, here's a scene where Clayne broke up, we wouldn't be talking about it because it would be too spoilery. But the fact is that we've no idea what's going on in these yeah. scenes. And it could very well be that, you know, Blaine's brother died. I don't know. but like, Or they have a fight or and they, they have, move on. Yeah, and it's just they a moment. They up. It happens. So it's, it's called relationships. It's fascinating how, like, just the insinuation of Clayne breaking up. But then I wonder, too given the fervor and the fact that Ryan Murphy actually did go to the point of responding to the fervor, um, maybe Clayne was breaking up and the show will now go, well, do we really want to deal with this? Well, I mean, I, I, I feel like the entire last half of season three was was every episode of them having characters throw an idea for a potential season four engaging the audience reaction. Yeah. Hey, Finn, let's move to California. What I don't know. Mean? I'll think about that. Reaction <laughs> on the internet says, don't do that. OMG. Okay, next week, a new idea. Awesome. Puck needs somebody else to go with. I think yeah. you're right, man. I think that's so true. Uh, well, let's go ahead and um, there was a new scene posted. Ryan Murphy produced, posted another cut scene. And so we can go ahead and take a little listen to it. Uh, this takes place, I believe, sometime after graduation when Mike Chang's parents come to talk to him and Tina at his locker. Ball and chain back in McKinley. Then you're going to have to visit me a lot to remind me that you're the most amazing girl in the world. Chicago's not that far. Still too far, if you ask me. 
Your mother thought we'd surprise you with a celebratory dinner. Even convinced him to eat Italian. Show him what else, Michael. First generation Asian American parents of children pursuing the arts? It's my graduation gift to you. Your mother and I started a group. Can Jeremy Lin's parents say that? I'm gonna turn it into a powerhouse. Fundraising, scholarships. I'm sorry, Michael. I've wasted so many years. But your passion for dance has awoken me the true joy of being a parent. Being able to actually see the man my boy has become. That's pretty much the whole scene. It's certainly not a scene that you're really surprised they cut. Yeah. And we kind of knew that, like, Mike's dad had come around on that one. So it's not wildly surprising. I also, I don't know what kind of fervor there is around the Cohen Changs. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, yeah, this was one that I... I'm okay with them cutting because I mean they focus so little on these characters anyhow showing you know yet another level or, or more depth to their support in his decision is sort of unnecessary we get it and, and it, I mean that 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 conversation it goes past like the line of cheese. Oh yeah. As soon as the dad is like, "Your dancing has awakened me to being a parent." I'm like, yeah. "Oh my god, okay." Yeah, and they <laughs> hand him a, a fully, you know, fully developed four color, yeah, sixteen page brochure for families who are dealing with this, <laughs> you know, child who must perform in the arts. Ed is are the Cohen Changs going to be a? It's kind of, it's kind of like a disease. It's, I know it's, it's um, like a support group for. I'm sorry, your child has diabetes. <laughs> um, Ed, are the Cohen Changs <laughs> a relationship? <laughs> you're gonna, what? Okay, every time you say are, are the Cohen Changs, then you cut off. Oh, do I really? Um, oh, I'm sorry. Um, yes, I'm asking. Are, are the Cohen Changs a relationship that you think you're going to miss on this season? Um, no, because I hardly remember it because they don't make a big deal at all. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I mean, I guess it was a big deal. Like, in, it was a big deal for a moment, but it wasn't, it wasn't even the biggest deal of that moment. It was just like, it was just like a story bump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, so let's take a listen to some voicemails. There's really not that much to talk about this week. So um, I think we'll just listen to some voicemails and see what people said. I believe these have to do with the Glee Project, but I haven't even listened to them yet. So this is going to be an adventure. <laughs> Uh-oh. Get ready uh, for the edit button. Yeah, here we go. Uh, let's take a listen. Hey, Josh, Jen, Ed. Well, Caitlin, we made it. The Glee Project is done and buried and probably won't be back next year. <laughs> I'm glad that Allie didn't win, but I'm almost ready over Blake. They seem like they're just going to go with the replacement Finn storyline. And in that case, I'm not really that excited. And I still have this dream that he'll be Glee's first real dork character. Something original and speaks to a different group of people. I mean, his poem was so adorable. But if they do go the Finn route, I will be right behind you in disappointment. So, Allie's singing is popular. Why? Just why? She hit me with a pillow when that was revealed. And once again, Glee proves that they only know how to do super awkward editing when it comes to Wicked songs. It was kind of painful. I kind of judged Darren, Diana, and Grant for liking it so much. Charlie's outburst about Eileen seemed super scripted, as if he wrote it ahead of time in practice. I still don't buy the romance in the slightest. Wow, we sound really bitter. We should end this whole thing with a compliment. Okay. 
Zack saying Blake has the dorky qualities of Finn, except he's good, was a great moment. It wasn't the worst way to spend an hour. The Finding Nemo trailer was by far the highlight. <laughs> so I guess that's it for now. We can't wait to hear your thoughts. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, yes, the Finding Nemo trailer was pretty awesome. I'm very uh, excited. And let's go over to New Jersey. Hi, guys. Listener Caitlin here. With the Glee Project finally ending, I thought I'd leave my thoughts. This season felt like more of a competition than the last. Last year kind of felt like everybody was all, yay, band camp. I thought that Chris Colfer was a great mentor in the finale, but I did find it somewhat cheesy that he picked all three finalists as the homework winners. I'm glad Blake won because I feel like he should be on TV instead of the other two. Charlie making his little speech to Ryan defending Eileen was kind of annoying, mostly because of how much I dislike Charlie. Did anybody else notice that a lot of the cast members and writers were Team Allie, and then Ryan picked Blake? That was kind of funny. Has anybody else seen the promo for season four yet? I'm super excited to see Kate Hudson interacting with Leah Michelle. And the whole promo really excited me for the new season. Well, that's all I've got. Can't wait to hear your thoughts. Have a great show. And thank you very much to you as well. Um, yes, totally agree with everything she said. <laughs> yeah, I mean there were some definitely awkward moments in that yeah. in that Glee Project season finale, particularly yeah, uh, Charlie's appeal to make Eileen the winner was just <laughs> awkward and strange. That poor kid, like he's so earnest and heartfelt. But God, he needs to, like, somebody needs to teach him how to step out of his head. Honestly, I find nothing sincere and honest about that kid. See, the thing is, I think he, in his head, though, like, it is all a performance. He's one of these people who everything he does is a performance. Uh But I do think that it's coming from such, like, a deep, like, that's entirely how he feels in that moment. I can't just, you know, I don't know what he's going to feel like in 10 minutes, Mm -hmm. but he's one of those people that like, when he feels something, he feels it so so passionately, he has to share it. He reminds me very much of somebody we know very well, and it just always rings false and insincere to me. Don't talk about Ed, he's right here. I'm joking, (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) <laughs> no, nope, somebody from California. He's on the line. <laughs> no, I'm jo- of course I'm joking. Um, no. I'll have to ask you who you mean. I, I thought, you I thought it was know. funny, to be honest. I was like, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I know. He just reminds me of somebody that we know out here who, one of those people that in the moment, you're the most special person in the room and in front of his face and then you walk away and I don't know. There, there, there's just something that's a little too forced about it. Mm. And, and maybe it's just, you know, uh, unchanneled energy or something. I don't know. But uh. Okay. I, 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 have a, I have a thought, a question. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're never going to do this. So you don't, you don't have to agree to it even. So Glee Project. <laughs> Consider it. Go ahead. <laughs> project so they pick the bottom three every week right and then they perform and then and i mean this all it's all recorded earlier so it's so they can't so they can't do interactive online slash phone voting although i think that's what they should do and ryan murphy's like cray so <laughs> i'm wondering how feasible like i wonder how much not worse of a decision but would it be that much worse if we let them vote each other off and then whoever was left standing at the end of one Glee project? The thing is, Would- though, I don't care what they think about each other. 
Oh, I, I only mean, care what the writers think about them. Yeah, I but think, I, I kind of like the idea of like just sticking the writers with someone. But I think <laughs> make it work. Make it work. I, I think they're all too egotistical to <laughs> to to uh, to to be you know to have the right perspective for it. I think they're all just so absorbed in their own little and wonderful world that they couldn't bring any sort of you know reason or, or rational perspective to it yeah i see what you mean i i mean they're kids the, yeah i think that i mean i i really think a lot of the bigger is, argument to me is one that they're kids but also i like that they're a family like i like that they're a glee club yeah they really seem to try to take care of each other and be friends but I, it is funny what you say and like yeah it would be funny to just see the writers get stuck with somebody and have to deal with it <laughs> well i mean then hey then then the real challenge, you know, the challenge isn't winning the competition. The challenge is for the writers to step up and do something with them. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, do I want Glee to... Like, Glee's already faces enough of a challenge. Okay, wait. This kind of reminds me of a conversation we had last week when we were in Idlewild. And you were telling me about the first season of um, the MTV VJ contest. The, oh, where, where America, the, picked, uh, America picked a horrible drug addict and MTV picked a guy who still is an on-air host and is working. super cool and awesome to this day. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Camp and Dave Holmes. So. Flashback City. <laughs> Typo's like, I remember that. Uh, <laughs> she, wait, she can't be online, is she? Yeah, she's, she's not. She should be embroiled in all of the, you know. All the tip, tip stuff? stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I'm... I'm envious as all heck, and but I want to hear everything. Maybe she left. She's been kind of quiet for a little while. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, she's she's y- probably like lighting up Twitter right now. Yeah, I think that Glee already faces enough challenges. I think that's the issue. And saddling them with even further challenges is not quite... <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I... I don't want to sacrifice Glee for the benefit of the Glee project. Yeah. Uh, but that's yeah. just me. I, I, I'm with you on that. <laughs> but uh, I also, I also don't see anything wrong with all three people getting a role. I mean, the fact uh, that like, yeah, give Eileen two episodes. If she's worth ke- keeping around, that's fine. But I mean, it's on the one hand, it's only two episodes. You can bury her in a corner like you did Lindsay if you have to. And Damien? on the other hand, Damien, you buried him in plain he sight was, he for was the 13 winner. episodes. He was the winner. <laughs> yeah. And Alex is like proven himself the standout. Absolutely. And, and I honestly, I think that to a certain extent, like the the show will pick who's better. Like Glee yeah. will pick who's the best. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it I, does every I, year. I, That's I, how I, all of these kids last on the show. That's why we still have Grant Gustin around. That's why we still have Darren Chris around. They came on for a couple episodes and the audience went, no, we really like them. We want them around forever. That's why That's why they need to, I don't know. They, they can do the show in a way that involves audience participation. They actively choose not to possibly... If not limited to budget reasons, yeah. But but I don't I don't care I don't care about your budget. <laughs> I don't care about your budget. That's like a decent episode budget. title right there. Yeah, I think the, the two episodes for the episode or the two titles we have for the episode thus far are "Don't Be Cray" and. <laughs> 
uh, I don't care about your budget. By the way, I've never been cra- called Cray before, so I'm he not- meant Cray Sean though, so that's why it's oh, okay. Well, even yeah, better. he did Gucci Gucci. <laughs> that was Cray Cray. Oh, uh, so I'm walking to get lunch today. <laughs> wow, here we go. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Buckle up, boys and girls. Let's go. <laughs> so I'm walking. I'm walking lunch and um, in and around Hollywood when they're filming stuff. The crew will put up these orange, yellow, orange signs that will direct where the production is actually is. So if they're shooting remotely, say in a neighborhood or something, um, you, for several blocks around on the corners, you'll see these signs. And they usually have an abbreviation or whatever for the show. Or yeah, sometimes they spell the whole show. If it's show. a new show, they just put the name up there. But if it's like when it was Parks and Rec filming they had the Pickwick Bowl, it yeah. said Pawnee. Yeah. And so they, they had, like try to hide it. They try it. to hide it. But people still need to find it. So, they, But this prevents them. I mean, when I was walking one morning, I saw the um, suburgatory, you know, set. Yeah, they just throw. They don't. They don't they <laughs> nobody's don't, trying to crash they're not the about crashers there. So. But I'm walking along today in the corner of uh, Ventura and. Havenhurst no where am I Havenhurst anyhow <laughs> block down from the Jackson house the um, our Michael Jackson's house his parents his Michael Jackson's parents house see that's the, the more important thing than Haven, I, Haven, yeah whatever so <laughs> the um, R-H-O-H is there a real housewives of Hollywood or something possibly uh, R-H-O-H. Anybody? R-H-O-H? What's yeah. that abbreviation? Sorry. I'm sorry. I, I would think it just occurred to me now. I heard either Real crazy. Housewives of Hollywood, but there is an internet series called Real House Husbands of Hollywood. Oh. But that would be the- R-H-H-O-H. I think they're smart <laughs> enough. <laughs> Anyhow. I just thought it was funny because I never see one like right on Ventura. Usually it's a block off, you know, and you get into the, the neighborhoods and everything. Wow. Anyhow, that was my my lunch jaunt well uh as far as glee goes that's all i have ed do you have anything else uh there's no new reviews so there's no, no new review did you see the uh the fifth teaser trailer for uh american horror story i have not i've <gasps> only seen the first one or the one that i sent you the one where she's throwing things out of a bucket yeah i need Fe- to watch feeding them all. something i'll watch the them fifth all. one Fifth one got my attention. Wow. See, I don't know if I can watch. But it doesn't matter because it does, it's not going to have anything to do with. It's. I don't want to watch Adam Levine. I do. I know. Yeah. Whatever. So God, payphone. I just want to punch it in its face. I want to punch it in its stupid, ugly face. Proof payphone. again that this is the real Josh. Payphone. Please. So, um, okay. So I know not that even I know that these. So I, know, I used the payphone for the first time in like. <laughs> Where did you find one? Yeah, oh, they're, they're, they're all for Disney World, actually. Oh, Are they in the World of Tomorrow exhibit? That makes sense. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was, it was actually right next to where I was working, and and it cost me two dollars for for a four minute phone call. Wow. Out of state? Yeah, but still. Wow. God. Wow. Well, um, that's a lot of coin. That's a lot of coin. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't even have to say to that. <laughs> well, you should uh, everybody check out the American Horror Story promos because I'm gonna watch it and watch them in order. I'll watch it for Jenna Do and Tatum. Quite frankly, like but I think she's great. And the thing is, like I don't think that these teaser trailers really have much to do with it. Almost as much as you know the well, I, I, I guess Bondage Man did, but the fifth one just was like okay. I got a little tingle in my spine. All right. 
I'll check it. I love They're that. They're like 20 seconds each. I love that season. But yeah, they're Watch them cool. in order. All right. Uh, well, uh, oh, and the new normal's coming. I don't know if we're going to recover it or how we're going to do. We'll, we'll treat it like, we'll treat it like American, excuse me, like American Horror Story. Yeah. We'll watch it and we'll, because yeah. I'm not too jazzed. Um, but that's about it for us. If you'd like to weigh in on anything we said tonight, you can email us at gleefulpodcast or I'm sorry, yeah, gleefulpodcast at gmail.com. Find the website at gleefulpodcast.com. You can, um, what can we do? Uh, you can find us on Twitter at gleefulpodcast. I'm at Josh Brunel. She's at Jenny B. Creative. He's at Edward G. Ordano. And of course, on the Facebook, uh, just search for Gleeful Podcast and you can find all the other listeners and chat with them. This is It's All Coming Back For Me Now, which was called out by Love 131 And everyone else in the um, chat room, Joey's Baby 956 Kathy O'Grady, Yo David6, uh, LeRags, Typo, of course, Kath14XOMe880X. If I didn't see you tweeting, I'd think that you were a spam account. Uh, <laughs> but uh, thanks for everybody joining us. For the Gleeful Podcast with Josh Jen and I'm Josh. I'm Jen. I'm Ed. Peace out. Good night, everyone. Good night. And if you kiss me like that, it was so long ago, but it's all coming back to me. If you touch me like this, and if I kiss you like that, it was gone with the wind, but it's all coming back. In the original recording, I think it's, it's I think it's a Celine Dion one. They've got this crazy giant drum run right here. It's just like, but da but It's awesome. <laughs> it's so good. On uh, Bad at Hell 3, one of the like two or three best songs on Bad at Hell 3, Meatloaf does this song because it's Diamond, it's awesome. But he does it as a duet with this like 18 year old Norwegian girl, and it's kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> Balls. Nice. Also on Bad at Hell 3, he does a duet of uh, In the Land of the Pig, the but No, he does it not in the Land of the Pig, the Butcher's King. He does. Uh, the future and what it used to be with Jennifer Hudson before she wow. was famous. Yeah. Before she got her Oscar. Totally well, and every time I hear, you know, Steinman, it just makes me want to go to K-Town and do uh, karaoke. Darn right it does. Yeah. K-Town.